I won more premierships alone than the other he 19 managers. He has created an absolute Boys, we are here to rant. James, we have to do justice before we just slide right into the top four. I didn't want to get off track. This, this is one of the best title races of all time. Good afternoon, and Patrick. You're in a really heated race to finish in the top four. And you trot out a B team. What do they need? What on earth? I don't have an option. I'm talking World Wow. Welcome. Welcome. To Prem de la Prem. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Prem de la Prem. Week one is in the books. We are back. And Patrick, you've got a new segment. I do. It's called Premature Prognostications. So what we're doing this segment, we are going to take everything that happened in match week one, and we are going to basically speak in a sweeping generalization, as you would expect, um, I don't know, Max Keller ex- to. Sure. Yeah. Just, you know, we're, we're, here to, we're here to make some noise, and then we'll try and dissect it a little bit and see if uh, it was a premature prognostication or... If we think we're pretty good on these prognostications. James, you have and one to kick us off? We are going to approach it as if we are writers of the Daily Mirror for Kids. Uh, real mm. real headline journalists. Real Woodward and Bernsteins. Is that right? Yeah. I'm going to have to work on my third one. It's too normal of a headline, but my first yeah. two I think are great. I know how much uh, the English media holds a soft spot for puns, so I've made sure to work that in here. I did a bit of alliteration. Yep. Not... Did, a, did one one misdirection, and then my other one, just a sentence. That's the one okay. I'm workshopping still. Okay, so I've got three headlines. It's a, it's 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 an indictment or, a, or an early statement, and you're going to tell me if you buy... I put buy or fly. I don't know if that is a thing. Do you buy it, or are you flying away from it? James, I can't <laughs> and, tell and, you how much I love fleshing these segments out live on air with you. It's <laughs> It brings me so much joy. And you're going to tell me... Oh yeah, Patrick is also teasing a segment at the end uh, at the end of the episode, so it's a Patrick mm-hmm. Crowley sandwich. Tonight. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's my first one. Oh Noah, second worst defense in the league needs a Van Dyke to stop the biblical flood of goals against plucky leads in Anfield shootout. Is that the whole whole article or the headline? Good lord! <laughs> no, the, another thing you need to understand about English journalism is it's a syntax nightmare. Right. There's colons and uh, subphrases, so that is a headline. I can. I'm picturing just like the giant letters. Oh no! With like Allison looking at Van Dyke is like you know superposed on it, and then like the full block text on the you side. Clearly didn't hear me. It's said. Oh Noah, like no, uh, like Noah from the from the Ark. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was a. Okay, I guess you got there with the biblical thing. I guess it's really a like the pun. Come on. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so you're going like Rich layers deeper than I'm even able to comprehend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was wondering whether or not your brain would, would comprehend this, but I know the fans better. I know the fans are, um, you know, on a different level of comprehension. Well, yeah, so they, I, I, you know, in the analytics, uh, I heard that more than 50% of our fans listen to the podcast on half speed just to make sure that they catch everything. It said, <laughs> it said, try to make the feedback I got from Apple. It said, please make your podcast less information dense so that people can understand it in real time. Uh, but that's not what we're about. We're uh, big no, this was, the, this was the game of the week. Uh, maybe not at the outset of the week, but it lived up to all the hype as far as people wanting to see Liverpool stumble and people expecting a lot out of Leeds. All I can say is I'm not 100% 
on either of these two teams in in their, I would say, perceived uh-huh. directions yet. Leeds okay. was certainly impressive. Norwich was impressive when they opened the season against Liverpool last year. We talked about mm-hmm. it then. They mm-hmm. turned out to be utter shit. I do think Leeds are a step above that. So I don't know by that perceived directions, yeah. you mean Liverpool looking shaky and Leeds looking really good despite Liverpool winning the game. Correct. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think that was the general the general take of people watching that game was yeah, second Liverpool. worst defense in the league. Second worst defense. Headline. <laughs> uh, best offense, though. Yeah, uh, I don't think anyone else scored four. That's not the point. It's not the okay. Point. Fair enough. Uh, well, I, I I'm not willing to put that much weight in um, in the Liverpool one game. Uh, also, it easily could have been seven if Firmino mm-hmm. showed up mm-hmm. uh, to this game. Uh, yeah. Leeds it could have been even more goals. That's the scary thing. Yeah, and then the thing with Leeds, uh, their goals were class. Don't not not necessarily all. Not the second one. The second one was the, the Van Dyke error, uh, but the first one, it was a you know a, a long ball played in over the top, and you know they worked in a really really great move by Harrison. I think it was the second yeah. the third goal as well was absolute class, but it didn't it didn't really seem like they were peppering. Liverpool, you know, it was an open game back and forth. I'm interested to see how Leeds plays against a team that, you know, quote unquote, their level. Like, how do they go up against a Southampton when maybe, you know, Southampton mm-hmm. isn't throwing sure. numbers forward and the game's yeah. really open? You know, they really definitely have the out. class to play in these open games, but how do they break down a team? And I'm interested to see how Bielsa lines, lines that team up. I'm not sure what you thought of Leeds in their debut. Well, first and foremost, Bielsa is a treat, and uh, we're not a little bit leave it yet, but he will have his own segment by week five. That's, That's yeah. Me. Yeah, it's very much in your control, but I, I agree he deserves it. He's an absolute, <laughs> he's he's my favorite since sorry. Since what was that the just, commentator said about uh, he would bike, Bielsa and his uh, assistants, I guess, would bike together, uh, middle school style, to the training ground, and they drew a blue line on the road to to make sure they weren't thinking about where to turn and all thinking could be dedicated to soccer. That That's what we're dealing with here, Patrick. That's next level. I just... I mean, how long has he been at Leeds? Like two, three years? You'd think like... I mean, one, just, you know, drive maybe. Uh, Does not speak a lick of English. Probably easier to have a conversation <laughs> with somebody in a car when you're not huffing and puffing over, over bicycle, but... Yeah, just having like how quickly do you just go into autopilot with your commute to work? What like the second month you're doing it? Oh yeah, you, you know it's I dis I disconnect with my body when I'm driving the uh, when I'm driving the morning uh, commute. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, not I mean, at the wheel. I'm somewhere else. Dangerous. We'll talk about that one offline. Uh, you know, I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped for a season of of Bielsa. You know, he has kind of that um, mad scientist energy that I felt. Like sorry, he was missing. He had the sorry had the um, the curmudgeon, but he doesn't have the mad scientist. And I think Bielsa. I was merging. thinking about sorry too. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. He just seems like he is who he is, and he's never going to change. Mm-hmm. Right. And just even like his outfit, like he was wearing the the track suit that didn't really fit him, and he was always just yelling at the ground in a full squat. He was analyzing the game at grass level. That's like that's where his eye line needed to be. He's like, yeah, I'm sure there's times squat. Yeah, there's times in training where he's he's looking at it, standing up, and he, you know, just drops full onto the ground, closes one eye, so he's just looking right across the grass just to make yeah. sure that he's seeing the same thing. Yeah. He's 
He's a joy to watch. Uh, any <laughs> concerns? Any concerns with uh, with Liverpool? Um, well, you know, you and I went in strong with uh, back in Liverpool for the title, and this is the exact reason why we do this segment. It's week one overreactions. Uh, when you saw Trent Alexander Arnold just nod nod the ball. Uh, oh yeah Peter Crouch Prime-esque just into his own net only to be saved by the offside flag I gotta say I got a few butterflies in my basket but no I'm not worried about Liverpool you made a great comparison to Norwich who was Liverpool's curtain raiser last season gave them some troubles Liverpool's gonna shake it off and I think Leeds you also made a great point I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, add on to this one too what are they gonna look like on a cold wet night in Sheffield you know (laughs) It's a different proposition. How do they grind it out? Yeah. They're clearly a fun team. I'm excited to watch them play, especially against big... I think they'll give big clubs fits. I think they're built for that. What I will say, and might be a premature prognostication, is who right now is putting them in the bottom three? I'd say a pretty bold man. Oh, 100%. Yeah. For a team that just came up. So I think, you know, that's where it stands. All right. Do you have one? I do. Um, Spurs unaware of season start date as documentary ratings plummet. So I'll, I'll let you kind of take, take the lead on this one as it relates to, because there's a lot of fun things going on at Everton as well, which I think is worth touching here. It didn't seem like Spurs showed up to play, but I'll, I'll, I'll take the North London Derby out of this and allow you to, you to analyze this one. Yeah, you can take the man out of North London, but you can't mm. mute his podcast channel. <laughs> no, uh, they look to sleep at the wheel. You're, you're completely right there. Uh, there were chances for Spurs to score, but it never felt to me like they were the the alpha dogs in that game. Everton, we'll get to Everton, but Spurs, uh, signs of, you know, uh, Mourinho not really building on a squad that clearly had a lot of holes. Um, you think about, Who's getting the ball in service up to Son? Uh, sorry, up to Harry Kane. We talked about this in the roundtable. Who's replacing Christian Eriksen? You know, it's not clear to me who's the conduit between the midfield and the attack. It's makeshift players. And uh, Hoiberg, their, their new signing, their rock in holding midfield, looked like uh, a, a lethargic Nemanja Matic. You know, it, it, it's worrying signs. And obviously what this leads to is a panic Gareth Bale loan with the sentimental heartstrings being tugged at. So I'm curious to see where that pans out. But yeah, Mourinho uh, painted a pretty compelling picture about what we're dealing with in the all or nothing doc. Yeah, I mean, for me, was what was particularly surprising is, is they just seemed content to let Everton take the game to them. You know, it's not necessarily that they didn't get a result, but it was a, it was definitely Mourinho tactics. And I didn't, really see much change like they did have their chances they definitely have class it, it, it almost is it's it's similar to that time in United where it felt like he was you know holding them back in games like this there's other games that of course they've won uh, where you know the Mourinho tactic may, looks looks like a master class you know so I don't want to mm-hmm. discount that as a tactical approach all in all but I would I'd have to think if we asked Thomas and Mark is that how you want to line up against Everton I I don't think they'd be on board with that. I really don't. Uh, and you know we can we can shift to, to Everton in a, in a minute. But I do think that um, if 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 you're looking at you know how to Spurs you know come back for that, I think the almost immediate reaction you know 
to, to, to be a little bit more ambitious in squad building and address certainly one hole that they have at, at, at left back. And then, mm-hmm. you know, Gareth Bale, I mean, if he's a I, – I don't know what the hell we're getting with Gareth Bale. If he's coming back, I'd love to see him in the Premier League. I hope it goes through. I think you're getting a world-class player. He's 31, but he's still world-class. Um, like, has I, he I run in the last four years? Like, I don't oh, he just, know. He's, he's just been playing Wales Internationals. Listen, I don't think – He came back injured. Do you see that? Oh, oh, we'll, we'll get to that later. Okay, I've got okay, one okay. for you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but no, go ahead. Yeah, it, it's it's holes that need that need filling. Is Ben Davis your left back? Is Lucas Moore your right wing? Also, where's Bergwijn? And then we talk about this this uh, replacement for Erickson. What's up with Ndombele? Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? And that's what Mourinho needs to sort out. But yeah, you got so. the he got too big. If if these two go through, you like look at look at the holes. I think they got their defense sorted. They got their front line sorted. You can at least just kind of focus on the mm-hmm. midfield and you know. You've got enough people in there. You have to think you can find the right combination. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Hoiberg yeah. nearly avoided a red card. I know that was something they were looking for. Uh, you know, with it getting stuck in on Richarlison, who um, probably the worst finishing I've ever seen out of out of a player, Richarlison on the day. Uh, I was about to say. I was about to say, if not for Richarlison's uh, rough finishing, Everton could have could have made that one a, a more a bigger statement than it already was. I mean, when you're when you're thinking about the midfield that they possess now, and and James uh, clearly showing people that there was still some magic in there after the World Cup of 2014, you know he's made a he's made a career beyond that, uh, and and he's still forced to be reckoned with. Just think about these teams who think they have a claim to European football and maybe even the top four. It's crazy. Yeah, and I I am. I am looking forward to seeing Everton play again because I. I they looked they looked sharp and they looked ambitious. Uh, I obviously have talked about Calvert Lewin in the past. Uh, Richarlison, I think, is a is a is a great deputy. And if you're looking at if if you have that that opinion of of, of the two of them together, if Richarlison is your deputy, that's a that's a pretty good pair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I thought I thought the pair of um, Allen and James having I don't think they've ever played together, and they certainly haven't even played in this team for more than a month tops. I don't know when they actually came in. I thought they looked pretty pretty good together so i'm it's a it's a it's an interesting team well i'm excited to see how they how they pan out yeah. what's your uh what's your next headline okay so here's my second one and that's the t lamps regrets giving up his namesake and future england fullback to brighton in favor of injury prone ben chillwell okay who is who was who was the guy that he gave up lamp t lamp 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 t yeah, I mean, Tariq Lamptey. I don't know who that is. Holy shit, you definitely didn't watch the game. He was the man of the match, Chelsea versus Brighton. Yeah, so, no, it was on Monday. I got work. Oh, yeah, d- I'm sorry. Wow, yeah. you went you went all high and mighty on me for that one. Yeah, Patrick, yeah. this is my job. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not taking a pause out of my busy day to watch <laughs> Mason Mount play. All right, we're not, we're not doing that. <laughs> Trash uh, watch is coming later. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that really deflated my amazing headline of And That's the T. Um. Anyway, that aside, you got to go back and watch this kid, Tariq Lamptey, sold by Chelsea last season. All in all fairness, you know it was a little tongue in cheek. He's a right back, Chill was a left back, and sure. they knew they were signing an injured player when he when he came on. So that's all just having a go. But in a pretty, actually, no, it was not a convincing Chelsea victory. But in a game you always expected them to win and dominate. I think this guy, this right back, who is. England could put out 
an all 11 right backs and I think be challenging in a World Cup because there's just so much depth in that position. He was a spark a plug and he, he assisted. A ridiculous take. Yeah. You know what? No, it's not. No, it's not. You could do that. 11 right backs? 11 right backs. I mean, the biggest debate is who's going to be the right back of the right backs. That yeah, sure. Is. I'm not worried about who's going to be the right back <laughs> on a team of right backs. I'm worried about who's going to be like the Put number 10. Put that aside, Patrick. Nine. I need, you, I need right. you to look past that. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. We're... That's a different little bit, leave it, and we'll get to that at a later yeah, date. Put it aside. Put it aside. Just put it in the old crock pot. Let it sit. It's not doing nothing to anybody. Just uh, let it be. Okay. Now I know how you feel. Go ahead. Anyway, um, it was a game that was meant to be about Chelsea's new signings, and, and we can talk about them in just a second. But um, he's a really exciting young talent, and you know Chelsea gave him up when, in, when they needed left, when they needed fullbacks. Yeah. So it's an interesting one. Lampard was very clear about you know, he's like we're, we're we were never going to be an academy club. Obviously, that's been backed up in the transfer window. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I don't think, think he's ever going to have any problem selling uh, kids from the academy or their, their young players. Uh, I did watch the highlights of that game, but not yeah, not enough to know sure uh, too much about the kid. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll we'll I'll make this a that, one to watch. Make this one yeah, to watch. It's a good one to watch. Uh, from what I did see, I would agree with you. I did not think. Chelsea looked overly convincing. Um, I didn't, you know, it, Werner and, and, and Havertz both started. I think Zayech, Pulisic were out. So it's there's. I just want to see how this Chelsea squad looks when it's fully fit and yeah. in form. You know, I'm yeah. not really interested again in uh, no kind of this, last year's Chelsea. I want to see yeah. eight new starters. That's yeah, why Chelsea's I see. Chelsea's lack of cohesion and chemistry means absolutely nothing to me. You know, they they've trained together for if not a week, few, a few days. And Thiago yeah. Silva's back in training. So, I mean, the difference the difference in Chelsea's season might be, like, how far off the pace are they on, on Boxing Day, right? Like, how, how much can they kind of just get results in this first three months while they learn to right, together right. versus like, lose just, points? Exactly. Yeah, that, this is might, a battle of how yeah. many points can we maintain because we know right. we're going to make them up later. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, right. they, they need to click in the second half of the season. And so they're... They're running. They're running the marathon. They just want to give themselves a, a chance to to finish strong. And so that's. I think that's the name of the game. I think if you ask any Chelsea fan, three points. It's what it's all about. We'll figure out beautiful football later down the line. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, yeah, I'd like to see. I guess more of the new signings and them play a little bit better. But you know, I'll I'll be patient enough. Hopefully, they'll lose some points coming up soon. They got Liverpool this weekend, so that'll be a fun one. Yeah. Two teams that have got a lot of question marks right now and oh. a lot of ambition. So that's 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 one to circle this weekend. Without a doubt. Do you have a do you have a second one, Pat? I do. Uh, this could be used for a few different teams, but uh, Fulham, bu- <laughs> Fulham Bus accidentally went to the championship after loss to Arsenal. That uh, doesn't really work. I had to change that because they were home. So that implies that they took the bus home, so there's an extra layer of insult there that even after a home game, all the Fulham players are hopping on the bus together uh, mm-hmm. and then go into the championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a multi-layered insult. And this was one, I guess I, yeah, I watched this prior to the, to the Leeds game, but you know, just a stark difference in what these teams were out to accomplish. Uh, Fulham, I mean, I don't know what the plan was. Was it just, you know, hold the door and hope to get out of there with 0-0? They didn't really seem to offer a whole lot going forward, despite, I thought, a pretty flat Arsenal team in the first half. There were a couple trademark 
put it on a stamp Arsenal defensive errors that mm-hmm. you know again if should it was have a been team very, that yeah. wasn't Fulham. <laughs> right. Um, maybe maybe one of them could have been punished, but other than that, Fulham did not create their own chances. And we talk about not making premature prognostications in week one, um, but Fulham are going down, right? Like, I I mean, we both thought it before. They have given me no reason to think. They've given me no reason to think anything else is going to happen. You know, Scott Parker in his post-match interviews. I actually respect him as a manager, but uh, looking sharp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if if you dress sharp as a manager, I automatically think you're better. So, it's five. It's it's five more points right in the table. He also right? is lucky. Can... He's coming with a resume already. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, he said it himself very starkly. Uh, we need to fight for our lives to stay up this season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they, they really. Do. I, I I was impressed by one one player on that team. Um, I think it's uh, Adoy. I think it was his name. He's playing as a, ba- a, a, mm-hmm. a, a wing back or a fullback, but he was getting mm-hmm. forward and he was causing some problems. But it didn't. It didn't seem like anyone else was doing anything on that team. So we'll no. see. And I and I didn't think it was a a world beater type performance from Arsenal. So shout if, out know, US against, uh, international Tim Ream. Just making they have, a mess. They have um, they have two uh, US internationals. They oh. have uh, Anthony Robinson as well. Oh who, yeah, well he's actually one to watch, right? He is one to watch. He's younger. Yeah, Reem's a bit older. Also, I mean, I guess interestingly enough, I get Areola not starting because he's brand new, but uh, you know, Mitrovic came onto the field and he looked to impact the game. You know, not tremendously, but you might have to. We might want to pay attention to the squad selection. I wasn't hundred percent sold on leaving Mitrovic out in your first Premier League game. Right. Right. Against yeah. Arsenal, that didn't seem like the move. And, right. and you know, it was Kamara didn't do anything. So uh, maybe confirmation bias there, but. Mm-hmm. And we can move we'll, on from. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll spare any discussion of Arsenal. Uh, yes. Okay. Please. I'm That's for the fans, the page, not yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very I'm bold. actually very hurt. Uh, okay, here's my third and final one, Patrick. I need you to pick this one apart with me. Uh, <laughs> That's a fish burn. Nuno Espirito. <laughs> Nuno Espirito Santo makes Sheffield United catch the Holy Ghost and puts the top four on notice. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't even. I mean, it was a great. It was a great performance from him, wasn't it? <laughs> Did I'm you know skip- Nuno's last name was Holy Ghost? Is it Nuno Spirito Santo? Yeah, the Holy Ghost. Wow, Spirito Santo. That's dope. It's pretty fly. I do love Nuno. Nuno's one of my favorite mm-hmm. favorite mm-hmm. managers. No mucking about. Love what he's doing at Wolves. From they the came Mourinho out with tree. ambition. Is he really? Oh, good mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they they came out with ambition. Um, I thought it was interesting even, you know, Neves didn't start. It was a, it was a midfield of uh, Matinho and Dendonker, I believe. And they got off the mark. And even, what was it? It was, it was Potence and Neto when I would probably not have expected Potence to start. And he got an assist to Jimenez. Yeah. Beautiful goal to start the thing off. And then you're like, okay. And I think they scored really quickly after as well. And then just breezed breeze all the way through i mean talk about another team that like they felt the limelight kind of slip away from them and what they were doing uh from the past season and then they come out and get a convincing victory against a hard team to beat on their own patch in sheffield united and nuno comes out and says don't forget what we're here to do you know we told you guys like we're not going anywhere and again just put it in the stew of teams that are making some racket or 
at least. It's exciting when teams have made their intentions clear that they're like they're gunning for top four or like top six. Right. I I I, I love it out of them, and I and you know they were a team that I think um, that I thought was going to do be due for a bit of a regression, and I'm still. I mean, they've got they got City this weekend, so let's see what let's see what happens. But I I think that for me, the test for Wolves is how do they keep up with those top of the table teams having only brought in Fabio Silva? I don't know anything about him, but I know he's seventeen, and I they don't... just signed another Portuguese kid. Unbelievable, unbelievable! Yeah. Like they're yeah. growing on trees over there. Have you seen that meme of uh, it's like Connor Cody and the rest of the the Wolves team? And it's just like that Simpsons of the guy like sitting alone at the bar and there's just a party of Portuguese people behind him. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It's so strange. It's so strange, but they've got a beautiful thing going there. Uh, They're a fun team to watch. I do think, you know, maybe, maybe they don't necessarily hold their own with the um, kind of the top of the table, so to speak. I do. I I, I still kind of think they're, they're, you know, they didn't take the step that other teams took, but if they can just keep walloping, not just bottom of the table teams, but you know a, a team that I think, like you said, Sheffield's not an easy team to you know make look bad, and and they made Sheffield look bad. I will say, mm-hmm. I think uh, that second half was the scales kind of shifted. I thought that uh, Sheffield probably should have buried a couple, and that game could have gone a couple other different mm-hmm. ways. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say you know it was a world beater type performance. No, uh, but yeah, Sheffield Sheffield didn't really show you. Yeah, all they, that much. They navigated you know? the most dangerous lead in soccer. They did. They mm-hmm. did. And mm-hmm. also the, in my opinion, the dumbest saying in soccer. There's, there's <laughs> no, there's no chance it's more dangerous than one zero. It's an Alexi no, Lawless classic. There's literally no chance. <laughs> I'm no mathematician. Yeah, like it just doesn't. It, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. The math it's the doesn't most work. Most dangerous lead in soccer. Book it. All right. I can show you a two-column Excel chart that proves that wrong. <laughs> All right. Let's get to your last one. Oh, shit. I didn't rewrite this one during the segment. I guess I was just so sucked in. All right. This one's on Lester. I'm going to come up with this one on the spot. Yeah, freestyle it. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, where's just- the Castagni guy from? Uh, Italy. Perfect. Holy cannoli. Castanaghi off to a great start as Leicester <laughs> outfoxes the competition to land themselves at the top of the table. <laughs> you had the food you had the food type ready to go. I, I was hoping that he was Italian, but I didn't I don't know if it's worse if he is Italian or if he isn't than I said that, but it's definitely insulting. Cannolis are good. In their yeah. Italian well, cuisine, you know? Right. I'm not saying he is a cannoli. I don't even know what that would imply. He's he's the cannoli of soccer players. That's fair. Mm. Mm. Uh, so this is another one I don't want to put a whole lot of weight in. Maybe it's just because, one, it's West Brom. So like similar reason I'm not putting a whole lot of stock in Arsenal's result. There were two penalties in this. Right. And Leicester is a team that I still – I don't think this is the month – or the months that they need to prove themselves. I think we know what they're capable of. We know sure. what they're capable of against teams like this. I think that they needed a mentality shift towards the end of last season. Yeah. This isn't so the kind anything. of game yeah. where Brendan Rodgers, uh, sh- uh, you know, this isn't the kind of game where you, te- where you test Brendan Rodgers' fortitude. 
so to speak. Yeah, we're not we're, we don't learn too much about Lester in this game. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, West Brom. I mean, I don't want to say. Yeah, I mean they're, they're trash. Yeah, I'm not calling them trash. Give them the T word. No, I'm not giving them the T word. I'm not giving them the T word. But they're not full pretty, trash because no. Fulham's trash with a capital T. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that bus that I was talking about is actually, a, it's, it's a trash man. And he's it's just coming around truck. picking them up yeah. every day. Uh, no, they're, I don't think they're trash. I think they're a, a bit better, but they've, yeah, they're, I still think they're, mm-hmm. they're nailed on to go down. I think, yeah. I think for me, it's a, it's an 18 team league. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. And I think Fulham and West Brom are, are just fodder, but yeah. yeah. I also said Newcastle were going to be 20 last year. So I, mm-hmm. I've been proven wrong before. Oh, you've been wrong before? Just that once. Just the ones. Stop the press. Yeah. All right. That was premature prognostication. Yeah. There was. I like the headlines. I like it. It was fun. It was fun. We'll we'll be seeing that one again. Patrick, I've got something to say. Hit me. I have a talking VAR segment in the sense that I had nothing to say about VAR in our first week of football other than some nice things. It was a week. Without incident, except without negative incident. Um, the one thing that comes to mind was uh, Kyle Walker-Peters in, in, in Crystal Palace versus Southampton. Lo and behold, Jonathan Moss does something doo-doo brained. VAR says, hey boss, I'm not going to tell you you got this wrong, but why don't you go take a look at it in the booth? So it, mm. it saves a little bit of that ego. He checks it out. He reverses the call. That's Ooh. all you got to do. It's all Ooh. you ever had to do. Brilliant. And then the next thing we got to do is just drop the protractors on the offside and go with the old eye test, and it will be good. I want to flip back through the Rolodex of ideas we had for improving VAR and see if any of those take. Mm. I'll get the pitch deck ready. Yeah, what, what, I had a pretty, pretty donkey brain one in there. I think it was, it was something to do with you can't review... Basically the most egregious. Oh, yeah, handball's on the line. If a defender has a handball on the line and it's not caught mm-hmm. by the refs, he deserves to get away with it. <laughs> that was pretty donkey-brained. I said put it to a fan <laughs> vote, uh, Survivor style, vote. <laughs> or American Idol. Yeah, a live vote. Yeah. Is it, the VAR didn't just, take long enough. <laughs> they're already shitting on the rule book. You might as well flush it down the drain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was talking VAR, as in a little, hey, good job, bud. Keep it up. We're nothing if not fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Patrick, it's a little bit leave it. It's a little bit leave it. Pushed right up to the front of the episode because there's just so much we got to recap. And I don't want this to be a lane you takes out there segment. I want to be a check-in on what we've got. Mm. And Patrick, you need to keep tabs on what you've got because I, for the life of me, cannot keep track. But I'll tell you, I am going to... Check myself, and then I'm going to wreck myself in a good way. Because okay. United did not play Arsenal to start the Premier League season. Uh, that was a, that was that a hot one. that was a hot tip. That um, I need to check my in the know sources. That mm-hmm. was a little tongue in cheek. I thought I knew something that others didn't, and it uh, it bite me. It bit me in the ass. Real talk, that's not me, right, right. You live and you learn. Check your sources, however, twice, kids. However, and I think. This is the first ever correct little bit leave it take from James Burton. Jack Grealish signed a new contract at Aston Villa. You heard it here first. We were all over that one. You heard it from Jack Ridgeway. 
There's no way he doesn't stay at Aston Villa this season. Straight 10 out of 10. Had a league one chick, now my team's burnt. Was, was, was the take that he was going to stay or he's going to sign a new contract? The take, stay, was, right? the take was this. Jack Grealish will remain an Aston Villa player this season. Yeah, absolutely. Great call. I, I think and I can... think that I'm, after talking with Jack, I, Jack, wait, Jack Ridgeway, not Jack Grealish. Yeah, we're not on that um, level yet. No disrespect. Yeah, after, yeah, I mean, just wanted to clarify that. I, I know how people get confused. Uh, so after talking with him, I'm kind of like on board with, you know, Grealish being like, you know, Dame Lillard type where he just is like stuck in with a, with a club. And he's like, he's, I'm there for better or worse. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, these are my people. Let's, let's ride it out. Like, I love that kind of energy. And so him mm-hmm. signing that new contract, I got hyped for that today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for him. Uh, they, they also just signed Emmy Martinez. So I, I, I'm hoping that, that, that Villa, who I just, I just like as a team. I mean, I think they're a fun team. I kind of, I find them to be likable. Uh, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that they, they, they're able to stay up. And this is a huge step in that way. So well, well done, James. Great prognostication. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to put that in the W column. Here's what's still out in the ether for me. Dean Smith being the first coach to get fired. They just brought in Ollie Watkins. Jack Grealish has signed a new contract. Expectations are high. That's fair. That's and fair. And I think with how competitive this season's going to be, you tell me how well they're going to do. You know, it... it, it I think they should be a survive relegation and fight for mid-table club. Anything, if expectations are higher than that, he's, he's in a bit of a hot seat. But we can leave yeah. it. I mean, we saw how quick the trigger was last, last year. It was oh, November, yeah. and we had oh, lost yeah. like three, four managers. And RIP. You know, I think without, without tenure, I think that Eddie Howe would have been canned earlier into the, into the season as well. Sure. So, I, I mean, there's, there's, there's plenty, of, plenty of room for that to happen to Dean Smith. And I... You know, it seems as though after our conversation again with Jack, it seems like he has a yes, longer leash. Yes, than that maybe did change were, it. That did you change are, it. You were, I thought, but again, just looking across the league, looking at the teams who you expect to struggle. Like, I don't expect Scott Parker to get canned if they lose their first four games. You know what I mean? I think like that's like they know that it's going to be a thirty-eight season, thirty-eight game grind, and that one manager oh, yeah. probably their best way he's, through it. He's very well respected, and uh, Slavin Bilic at West Brom is no slouch either. You know, these are these are solid managers, and I don't I don't think anyone's a joke. But um, there's yeah, it's we have we have some good managers in the league, and I think mm-hmm. if, outside of um, I mean, if you just look at all the top clubs, like who's who do you think is most likely as a manager to like get get sacked? I think it's if you're looking at it, it's probably uh, either either Ali or Mourinho, and I don't think either of them are close. Do and you know the just, amount of pundits that said Steve Bruce was going to be the first coach to get fired? Put some like, respect. He's on not that even on like the radar name. for me. Are we a Steve Bruce podcast, Patrick? I can't say that since he's a United guy. I'm not Steve. I, I just like the idea of Steve Bruce. Just a big old <laughs> blockhead on the sideline. You don't just like getting, me. You like the idea of me. Yeah, exactly. I I, 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 I do like Steve Bruce. I do like Steve Bruce. I wouldn't say we're a Steve Bruce podcast, but if if there's a, a stance to take, I think that he gets absolutely slated for things that nearly every, every other manager just, just has being a little chonk yeah and no mm. defining features the original other than the lack thereof okay right right he he uh he walked so fat frank could run but not actually do you have um you have any 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 more in the hopper that you're I, no you're i told add? you I'm, I'm not i'm not adding them in I, i'm gonna take this week 
regroup, refresh, and I'll come back next week with some hot ones. But let's okay. pass it over to you and where we stand. So I've got I've got one that I'd like to drop. Um, I said Lionel Messi was going to break both the goals and assist record, um, not combined separately. Uh, so I guess also combined uh, this season. James, can we go back to the tape and see if I said in the Premier League, or are we gonna, or you want me just to drop this one full stop and kind I of like grow a little bit? Somehow the Lukaku one has maintained and survived uh, over in Milan, so I think we'll drop this one. We'll, okay, okay. Yeah, we'll, then I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this one behind. I'm dropping okay. the the messy take. Uh, I think it's only fair. I like a lot of my other takes. Um, still like Mason Mount starting less than ten games. He's got one under his belt. I think it's going to really fall <laughs> off. I really don't think he's going to get to 10. Um, he's got one. One for one. You know what? Out of respect, if he gets injured, I will drop the take out of respect for that as well. You know, I'll, I'll say that's not my take. Oh, out, out take, of respect. I'm not going to take joy in the injury. I'm not going to take a win in a Mason Mount injury. That's out of respect for him as a player. It's out of respect for him as a person, as a player. Okay, I I'm looking forward to the trash watch. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, that's a different thing. Uh, so that one's staying alive. Pepe's alive. Um, I got a lot of other ones that are just alive. Aston Villa doing the double over West Brom. That one's still looking good. Did not even Uh, remember that one. mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. You could have told me that was a new one. I don't think I had a Leicester one. I was riding Steve's take on that. I back Steve's take. Pat to win the Fantasy Premier League. Oh, dude. I had a great week. I had a great week, and I'm just getting loose. I'm just getting loose. De Gea Uh, will not start the first season in goal. First game of the season. So, James, this is what I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. I still think David De Gea is going to get benched this this Saturday. What I am asking of you right now is if you tell me that I am 100% wrong, I will drop that take. If he doesn't start, I will never listen to you again, and I will ride my stubbornness to the end with every single one of these. But if you tell me to drop this take, I will drop it. And, and I will I will try to learn and grow in, in, in the humility department. I'm going to let you keep this one. You think he actually might not start? I'm not 100%. Wow. I'm not 100%. There's a part really? of me. Yeah. I mean, we, we know how Ollie is with goalkeepers. I think Romero is just a bit of a sad cuck behind the scenes. And it was, it was like easier to pull him out. I actually of his- don't know how Ollie is with goalkeepers. What He's a his- psycho. He did not play Romero, the dedicated keeper, in the semi of the FA Cup or the semi of the Europa League. So, Got like, it. this guy has a hot hand when it comes to goalkeepers. I think he just hates keepers. Yeah. So, I think, he, I think you, you put a little bit more weight into those, like, unwritten rules. Like, you got mad at a uh, center back halftime sub because you don't mix up a center back pairing. Yeah. You don't remember? I'm a like, traditionalist. You, yeah, you have, these, you have these hard and fast rules. Yeah. I, think, I think put the best guy between the pipes. It's semifinal. I don't mind that. But fair enough. Fair enough. Interesting. I, I was prepared to drop that one, James, but that one's staying in. Mm-hmm. That one's staying in. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think I need to drop anything else. That was the other one I was prepared to drop. I do have to kind of go back to still going to gonna the... come down on you hard if you're wrong. That has not changed. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Right. Okay, good. We're on the same page. I just wanted right. you to understand where I, was, where I was at recently. But yeah, that's why I'm leaving it there. Is that everything? I mean, it's certainly not everything, but that's all I'm dropping. <laughs> there are some other undiscussed that'll... that'll creep through the cracks at a later point yeah for, I, i'm gonna be it, it, it will i think i'll drop the liverpool will have four goal scorers 
over 10 mm-hmm. pretty soon because uh, Firmino is 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 hot trash. Yeah, he truly is. Uh, this actually is a great segue to Freak of the Week, Patrick. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and f- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go first. And I'm going to take that segue and bring it right to EA Sports, the makers of FIFA 21. And let's not even start. Let's not even mention the fact that they moved their launch of the game back a month as if COVID also affected their schedule as it did the players of the Premier League in the most insane spin zone just so they could buy themselves a month. Well, honestly, if if the first release is as trash as 20 was, I'll give you the month. Um, It was like an immediate patch. You couldn't start a franchise for like a, two weeks. It was a problem. It was a bona fide problem. Anyway, mm-hmm. the reason uh, Firmino brought me onto the subject was because the player ratings, Patrick, are absolutely hilarious. Romelu Lukaku is a hot take that EA Sports like leans in to like controversial takes. I think they're just hapless idiots. But and it's I mean uh, obviously there's there's going to be some weird ones if you look at the full spectrum of like all the players in FIFA and how you stack them up but I picked out a few that you might find entertaining. Hit me. Okay. Alfonso Davies is not in the top 20 fullbacks in the game with a rating of 81. They just like they want to make sure that he still has potential. That's a joke. Right, like fulfillable potential. Right, they're just like he's too young to be higher than an 81. Yeah, that's. I mean, just fair like enough. I mean, he, he kind of also like he really has a late resurgence, but yeah, that's that's too low for him. Okay, here's another one. Think about that 81. Keep it fresh in the melon. Mm. Aryan Robin, the fossil, the relic, who's back at a Dutch club called Grundigen, has an 80 rating, and he's 37 years old. Just retired. He just he came un-retired. back out. Of, yeah, he unretired. Bro, went to a mid-table Dutch club. 80 rating. got hurt. I hope his injury is a four because that's that that, that 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 at least keep him off the pitch. That'd be accurate. <laughs> he will be fun to play with. I, I picture him as like a if I'm a champion, man. if I'm a championship yeah. side and like I need to make like a low transfer fee buy, I'm eyeing him up. He's looking like oh, a snack. Yeah. Okay, those cuts, those inside cuts on the left foot. Mm, Here's smash. a fun one. This one's self-deprecating, and then I'll end it on a screw you Arsenal one. Mason Greenwood and Andreas Pereira are both rated 77. Holy shit. It's got to be the young guy thing again, right? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be the same Davies logic. Yeah, like, I think Sokka's like a grow. 75 and it's, like yeah, Kolasinac is like In, like in what 80. world? But yeah. okay. <laughs> in, but okay. Okay, and then the last one. Uh, Aubameyang dropped a skill point. Yeah. Overall point. Right, Nicola, yeah. Nicola Pepe dropped from 83 to 81. That's fine. Keep that potential high. He's young. He's young. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. What happened to Tierney? That's what I need to know. Look that up on your own time. All right. What do you got? My freak of the week is going to the guy that is dominating the news cycle for the last 24 hours, Gareth Bale. It's not gonna. It's not anything to do with the Spurs transfer. Uh, Gareth Bale goes on international duty, plays uh-huh. for Wales. Comes back injured. Didn't get injured for Wales. Probably didn't train. But he came back to Real Madrid injured. And I would say, with 100% certainty, if he gets loaned out to Spurs today, he starts on the weekend. This guy will do anything not to play for Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think... Was it Wales? Golf? 
Spurs. Wales, Golf, Spurs, Madrid. Yeah, just yeah. slot Spurs in. But yeah. Spurs is still behind Wales and Golf. If it's behind Wales and Golf, then I don't really think he'll be that. Ho- hopefully he slots it above Golf when he comes back to the Premier League. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Are you not excited to see him? I'm excited to see him. Uh, I think what, I just think it's I just think it's kind of comical that he's you know there's the rumors in the first couple of years that he's like oh he's not fitting in what's going to happen and he's like yo I got a fat contract I don't give a shit if I fit in I don't give a, doesn't don't need to learn to speak Spanish don't need to do anything yeah you know you you guys figure it out this is your problem you I paid can't me can't speak Spanish yeah <laughs> oh it's so good it's so good yeah he's yeah. my freak he's my freak I would I would like to see him back and I do think he makes that Tottenham side a little. Not a little. He, I mean, he makes that Tottenham side scarier. I, yeah, I hate to yeah, say, yeah, a little scarier. Still world class. Still world class. Yeah, I don't know if I buy that. Mm. I think a healthy and fit and motivated Gareth Bale is, but yeah. I mean, what are we going off of? There's, he just walked on and did a bicycle kick in the Champions League final. Fair I enough. I think he's healthy and motivated, and then now he just needs to get fit. Fair enough. We'll see. All right. There's no way he's going to like playing for Mourinho. All right. We'll 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 get this. Yeah. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah. However, we'll get there. Yep. But Mourinho did come out and say, I wanted to sign him for Real Madrid, which is always a nice thing you can throw in there with zero consequence. Like, that's right. a nothing to say. But, you know, it, it connects you to the player. Uh, okay. Patrick, I've got a quick minute of culture, and it's also a shout-out to the Prem de la Prem Fantasy Football League, which has just kicked off. Don't need to speak about my Week 1 performance, but we are having fun. 20-plus strong. Uh my men of culture is thoughts and prayers to this guy who got told by his buddy that the red hazard sign, the triangle over a player, means that they're dangerous. And so he oh picked a God. full squad of of, res ha- of of injured players. That is absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> These players are a problem. They're dangerous. They're re- Oh, my goodness. That is so much fun. And all you got to do is hover over it to see that it means they're injured. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. So that one made its rounds around Twitter. He's playing that free hit early, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slate That's it. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, do you have any anything? For Metaculture? No it's, no. it's free swim. Free swim on the Metaculture round. No, 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 no. I got nothing. I got nothing. Obama Young signed have, the ting. Oh, yeah. Young signed the ting. Huge. Never in doubt. Never was, but it did still... It's still... It still need, felt great. You need felt, Fabrizio to here we go it. Yeah, once yeah, it was here we go to. Oh, actually, I don't even know if he here we go it. I think Arnstein might have broke it, but in any case, yeah, I think I'll I'll leave it. I'll leave it with what Ian Wright said, because um, I think he said it best. Obama Young mentioned in his announcement video, you know, he wants to stay and become a legend. He wants to leave a legacy, mm-hmm. but and and yeah, Ian Wright said for me, you've. You've already reached that legend status. How many other people have left Arsenal and kind of they've had to rebuild, whether it's Ashley Cole, Van Persie, Fabregas, you know, the list is you know seemingly endless. And after Arsenal's worst season, when they're in the most turmoil, when we needed somebody like Obama Young to stay most, he chooses the club over everything else. So yeah, it shows how low the bar is, eh? Well, I don't I don't know if that's that's fair, but you know, I I, <laughs> I think that he's it, it clicked for him. The legacy he's an, he's the an legacy FA pitch, Cup legend. No doubt. FA Cup no legend. Doubt. I think he's he's two seasons away from probably being uh, in four and a half seasons a, a, a top ten all time Arsenal goal scorer. I think he could probably finish with this contract mm. top five or higher. Which you know I think with 
if we accomplish what Arteta plans to accomplish, I think absolutely sends them into the uh, into the legend status. So mm-hmm. thrilled about it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's the sign of more things moment. to come. I'll give you your moment. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Goal of the week is back. Match week one in the books. Why don't you? I'll, I'll gentlemen's uh, seed this one to you. Actually, um, I want you to go first because why don't you go I, first? I have pre- prepared a preamble where I mention all of the other contenders, and I don't want to steal your thunder. Okay. Okay, well, we all know about the Patrick Crowley ranking of goals and how it works. I'm going with a barnstormer, Reese James. People say I don't say anything nice about Chelsea. I'm saying something nice about Chelsea. Reese James, talk about Academy products coming good. Yeah. Man, what a goal against Brighton. Uh, it, it It was a, yeah, it was a screamer from outside the box. The thing that made me separate this from the other ones you see is he was on the run and leaning it was a side-to-side motion he wasn't stepping into it so he was running to the right leaning off balance and just postage stamps it so reese james you get my tip of the cap yeah jay he had a absolute banger this was a good week for goals uh harrison's goal right off the bat yeah harrison's goal against liverpool was nice uh abba's goal was class albeit routine sala had a, a banger not the one from the penalty spot as he did he did bag Two there to get a hat trick, but his his goal from open play. They call was, that the Fernandez hat trick. Yeah, that was, yeah that, that one that one was quite the goal. Jimenez and Zaha open their accounts, but mine is going to the little known. I don't even know how to say his name because he's got an S and a Z next to each other. But Mateus Klitsch from Leeds, the ball that was the third goal Leeds scored, mm-hmm. all played in from the right. I think he took it right off a hop onto his foot. Thing of beauty. Oh, it was a clean, it was a clean, clean move. James, I do applaud you for giving a uh, goal of the week to a banger. You usually, you usually rank those a little bit lower. Uh, that was, I, I, I respect that. It was that impressive. It was that It was impressive. a very good goal. It was a good goal. We had a lot of good ones to choose from this week. It should make a fun little, little video yeah, for the old no Instagram. No doubt. Uh, okay. It is all you to send us home. Degenerate District, I think... Not in, a, not in a terrible way, but you've got some explaining to do about what exactly happened this past week and where we're headed. I think the people need some reassurance about this ship and where we're headed. And then I'll let you close it out with your teaser of another segment. Insert DJ Khaled face. Ride with me on the journey to more success. Folks. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll get right on that. Folks. If you took the croc... You don't got to worry about the lock. Let me tell you that. We just hit a five-way parlay. I got one bigger for you this week. Don't you worry. Yeah, sorry about the lock. Probably should um, do a little bit better there. It's five-team parlay. Decides to make a seven-team parlay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but also, let's let, let, all in all, every single one of my meatballs hit. Every last one of them. So it's three meatballs. I ended up going seven and one on the weekend. I The irony of losing the lock is not lost on me. But... <laughs> Ride with me on the journey to more success. You should look at my little ROI chart. It's up <laughs> right now. So, lock this week. James, I, I really want to get your thoughts on this because this one, I, I, I literally went, I flipped it. I flipped it after the last two days. I'm locking Spurs over Southampton at plus 125. Whoa. Um, hang on. I'm, I'm processing. Say that again. Locking Spurs over Southampton plus one twenty-five. Okay. Okay. Um, are you assuming Regulon and Gareth Bale will be in the team? Nope. Nope. I think. I think what's going to happen is 
Spurs were so shit against Everton. They were so dejected. They have no energy. Just the thought of Bale and Regalon coming in and just the idea that there's ambition at the board level, the quality on Spurs is much greater than the quality on Southampton. And I think that they're just going to, I think I think that they're going to kind of have a, a rebound, fuck you kind of game. I okay. think it's like a, a Southampton, result. I don't know if it's a rebound for Southampton if you're taking that logic, or you're going to switch it up and say Southampton's already off to a rough start because they lost to Palace. I I just think that if 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 in a game like this Spurs shows up, Spurs wins. Yeah, and I think Spurs show up. Yeah, I I endorse this. I gave it my seal of approval, and it's an emotional hedge because who doesn't want to see Mourinho two losses in two games to start a season? Win-win, James. You've absolutely it's such nailed a it. Win-win. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, gave you five last week. The seven-headed donkey is here. I got a seven-way parlay, James. I'm gonna say them each. I'm gonna pause for a second for you to say "yup," "no," or "eh" throughout the way. So, but you got to be quick. Just no. That's just all. The, that's all. I, that's all I can do. Yeah. Okay. Everton over West Brom. Yep. Leeds over Fulham. Yep. United over Crystal Palace. Yep. Arsenal over West Ham. Yep. Spurs over Southampton. We just talked about that one. Leicester over Burnley. Okay, but let's back up to Spurs over Southampton. That's a... Uh... It's an eh. Yeah, it is. It is. There's, to hit a good parlay, you need a couple eh, in there. Um, Leicester over Burnley. Uh... Okay. And then City over Wolves. Yep. Okay. So, for a crock, not bad. Not bad. We'll see if we can ride it out. That is, I believe, what was that? It was a plus 2,500 on that one. So, I think we just did a plus 1,400 crock parlay win. That mm-hmm. one's looking good. I've got a few meatballs for you uh, to close this thing out. I was out. about to say, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't touch Chelsea-Liverpool, but... No, I'm not touching that one. That's oh, the, that okay. one's a game. Oh, wow. All right. I just don't I don't have a sense. I don't have a sense for those two teams yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, not not against each other. Leaving I think that the marquee game aside. Yeah, no, I mean That's sharp. That's sharp. This is yeah, I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to evolve this season, James. Uh so meatballs. I got Fulham plus one at even odds versus Leeds. So you're pushing unless Fulham lose by two, winning on a draw or better. They split last year in the championship. I don't think that's crazy. And then you have the insurance of the plus one push if they lose by by one. I think that that's decent. Um, both Everton and Arsenal are minus one ninety, so basically one to two odds. So not great odds, but you know you can you turn you know a hundred dollars and one hundred fifty dollars against both West Brom and West Ham. So I think there's value to be had there. What's that? And what's that last one? There's both Arsenal and West Ham, Everton and West Brom, both so minus money line wins. Yeah, yeah, and I think those are but relatively... that's already part of the parlay. Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying separately, because sometimes like, I like to get into the action of my, my, my parlay best that I'm most confident with. Okay. And this one actually flips the parlay on its head, okay. but I think Wolves at plus 500 against City is worth a flyer since they did the double over City last year. Ooh, okay. All right. And yeah, I do, might, Nuno I do might think have City yeah, comes out with kind of a fuck you game myself, but, you know, that's worth, for me, that's worth a flyer. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like all that. All right, yeah, last thing. We're doing a Instagram segment on Sunday. We're doing it. It's called Trash Watch. Sunday. So I 
I promised Carl and Miguel on the Chelsea podcast that I would watch Mason Mount fully to see if he is indeed trash. Uh, so I will go on Instagram. I will watch him. I'll be honest. And I will give my thoughts of his performance. If he doesn't start, I think that, you know, we we won't cancel Trash Watch. I'll just, it'll be kind of lame. He'll come on in the 70th minute and I'll start at them. But yeah, we'll tease him out on the Instagram. I'm looking forward to see you guys Sunday. So how exactly is it going to go down? It's a it's a live, like, commentary? Or you just chime yeah, I think in? I'm just, I'm just going to be, like, post into the story. Okay. But, like, my commentary. I see, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where does this stack up with Mano Mondays? Mm. Mano Mondays, I mean, <laughs> we got to get back into that. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised it's gone away, to be honest. Yeah, I think there's a segment brewing. But let's 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 let that one get in the crock pot, and then maybe Mano Mondays comes back next week. <laughs> all right, let's have Mano send us out on this one. Thank you guys all for listening. We're back. You guys are hopefully back. We're so excited to ride to journeys of more successes throughout this season. On behalf of Patrick, it's James. We will see you for match week numero dos next week. Tell me what do you see when you're looking at me?
envision Obama I envision them diamonds I envision Ferraris If the world was perfect All my niggas behind me Ain't you happy I made it? Man, I'm making a statement Take a look and you can tell that I'm destined for greatness Tell me what